Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So in this episode, we are talking about a recent study, a recent paper that was done by Spreckley M and colleagues, which looked at the accounts of successful weight loss maintainers. This means that they looked at a selection of 15 different studies that were done on a total of 294 people. And they were looking at people who have successfully lost weight and kept it off and trying to find what were the, the common themes that these people had done and followed to keep their weight loss. And they actually compared this to another five studies of people who had lost weight but regained it. So they were looking for patterns and common traits that weight loss maintainers versus weight loss regainers had. So this is really interesting because nothing like this has been done, as far as I know, before where there's looking at so many different studies that have shown people who are successful and what's made them successful, what's allowed them to lose weight and keep it off for a a significant period of time, what are the common traits. And they looked at a lot of different angles and different areas of weight loss as well. So it it was a really comprehensive review. And the fact that they can then compare it with people who who regained that weight in time and what were the differences between the people who maintained it versus those who ended up putting the weight back on. There's a lot we can learn from that. So they summed up a lot of key points and I'm going to take the, the big summary points from that and then put a little bit of a spin on it with what I've seen in my clients over 11, 12 years plus of coaching. So one of the big things that they picked out that successful people did was to have clear goals. Now, this is goals in relation to what you want to achieve in terms of, I want to weigh X amount, I want to reach X dress size. They also had habit goals to help them get there. So we've got these two sets of goals. We've got the outcome goal of weight, dress size, whatever you want to achieve. And then what a lot of people don't have to follow through with that is the habit goals that will get them there. It's the process that we need to focus on. And that was a key thing that many people had. They had both. So this is where you can take from this. You want to define your outcome that you're looking for. You want to define your, the weight you're looking to get to or the dress size or whatever else it means to you, whether it's a fitness goal or a strength goal or anything else. Have that in mind. And then what are the habit or process goals that you need to get you there? So for example, it could be habit goal could be going to the gym three times a week when we're allowed to go to the gym. Or it could be to to hit 10,000 steps every day. It could be to plan your meals for the week every Sunday or shop every Friday so that you've got what you need. It could be to order one takeaway a week and that's that's the goal, just one. There's all sorts of different goals you can get and they help you just to ensure that you're on track. So clear outcome goal, clear habit goal, and also motivators and reasons for having the outcome goal is a big important part as well. So something that people who were successful did, they had real strong motivators as to why they wanted to reach that goal. And this can be a combination of factors. It could be something internal, like it could be how you want to feel, it could be 
the impact it's going to have on your life, but it could be also external motivators, things that you want to achieve, how you want to look and feel. There's so many motivators that people can have, but one of the, or a list of the common motivators that my clients have had that they found really powerful would be along the lines of going into any clothes shop and knowing that they'll find something that they love that fits, they're in the size they want to be, and anything's open to them and they can find what they love and wear it and feel really proud of themselves. It could be being a great role model to their kids, being healthy, being fit, being strong for them. It could be just feeling confident and proud of their body, like when they go out and about, when they're seeing people, they just feel happy and pleased with where they're at and they feel like they're in a body that they love and they're proud of and they can be their best version of themselves. It could be knowing that they've given themselves the best chance of a long and healthy life. It could be being that strong, fit mum who's on the climbing frame with her kids rather than underneath hoping they don't fall off. She's up there with them. It could be being able to fully embrace fun experiences and just do everything they want to do in life. Those are some of the things that clients have said. Maybe you resonate with some of those. So clear goals, clear habit goals and real good reasons why. Like Knowing your reason is important because there's no wrong reason but when you know what it is that you want and why you want it that is a hugely powerful motivator especially if you've got a clear vision of what you're working towards what it means to you and you can see the outcome that you're working for you can see yourself in those clothes you want to wear you can see yourself feeling fit and healthy and strong when that vision is there and that clarity is there in those moments then when you're tired and you're stressed and you're wanting to eat something out of habit you've got things there to help you just just take that next positive step forward and it can be extremely helpful in the long run to achieving those goals so another common trait in successful weight loss maintainers was that they had a personalized plan they planned what they were looking to achieve so they had a plan for their food they had a plan for their exercise and they they saw like what they needed to do and they scheduled it in this is something that people who struggle to keep the weight off, they tend to struggle with planning. They tend to have sometimes good goals, sometimes good, a good understanding of what they need to do. But if it's not planned and scheduled for them, it's really hard to stick to in our busy modern day world. So having the idea of how you want your week to look, how you want each day to look, makes it so much easier just to follow through in those key moments. And when we come to, to the food side of things, like having a plan for food that is personalized and works for you. Now this is why as a coach, I don't prescribe meal plans or give out kind of cookie cutter approaches to things because everyone is different. Everybody has different preferences, different lifestyles, and ultimately to achieve your weight loss goal, what you need to do is be consuming less calories than you currently are and be burning off maybe more than you are as well. But a calorie deficit is what we need. So reducing your calories in some form and that can happen in a variety of ways. Like we want it to happen in a way that feels doable and sustainable for you and you're different to other people. So there are common themes we can look at, like portion sizes, like increasing protein, but it's looking at how that fits for you as a person. Like, Do you want to skip breakfast because you're not that hungry in the morning? Do you want to save your calories for the evening when that's when you like to eat more? Do you want to save some for the weekends because that's when you like to, to have some social time have a little bit more food there, maybe a takeaway. All of these things can work. And when it's personalized to you, when you understand what you want to do, where you're going and what your what your preferences are, then you can create something that works for you. You don't have to cut out any particular foods. 
you can find your favorite foods, you can still fit them in and you can make sure that it feels doable and sustainable. So another part of that planning is planning food and planning it ahead of time and each meal as well. This is something that a lot of people can plan their evening meals pretty well. They have a weekly meal plan for that. But when it comes to breakfast, lunch and snacks, often they are less planned, but it's really valuable to get into the habit of doing that. Even if it's just to start with, just to give you that structure to create a good habit. And then you might start to realise that you gain some insights from that that are helpful. You just start to do things automatically. You might have the same sort of breakfast that you pick and choose from. You might have the same snacks or lunches. And then you've got your meal plan for dinner. But just having that awareness, having the, the planning ahead of time means that you get to ensure you've got enough protein for the day. You've got the nutrition that you need. You've got things with you at the right time as well. So... Often if we're out and about, we're at work and we haven't planned or prepped snacks and lunches, that's when it's really easy and common to get home late in the afternoon and feel really hungry and be low on blood sugar and be just craving some snacks. And then we have the the raiding the cupboards before dinner and then that spirals into the evening, just kind of falls apart a little bit. There's too much snacking or you're not hungry then for dinner and then you feel like you've kind of messed up the day a little bit. Whereas if you've got a good solid plan with protein in your breakfast and your lunch and you've got some snacks that are there protein and fruit for snacks is always a really helpful default choice that means you can just grab stuff when you need it and then you're saving some calories for things that you really enjoy think where you can plan in some chocolate or a bit of cake or a takeaway in some part of the week and you feel like you're you're hitting that nice balance doing it that way so we are all really busy and yeah, the, the more planning you do, the less you have to think about things in the moment and the more you save your willpower as well. So often when we get to the end of the day, we're kind of mentally exhausted from having to, to choose what to eat, when to eat, say no to things all the time. Whereas if you've decided ahead of time, like, this is what I'm having for today, then you don't have to think when you're offered other things. It's just that no thanks, I've got my food sorted. And you get to that evening feeling like you have more willpower intact like you're able to stay on track you you're proud of what you've done in the day you've got your evening planned and it's much easier to keep going and this is what the the people who successfully lost weight found another thing that they did was keeping track of their stats and this could be stats around the the food you're eating this could be um obviously keeping track of your weight progress your measurements progress photos was another thing that was regularly taken by those who were successful then you've got anything else that you're tracking, like fitness stats, how your clothes are fitting you, the workouts that you're doing and daily step count, and then obviously tracking your food as well. So all of these are different ways of, of tracking your data and it's so valuable to do that. This is something that people who struggle with maintaining their weight loss, they often don't track much data or they try and track it and be really perfect with it. And if, if they're not perfect, then they stop doing it because they get frustrated. This is something that when you're when you're in good habits and you're thinking of this as a lifelong approach, you can track it with the knowledge that it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's just really useful to know where you're at and then you can make adjustments when needed. So if you're tracking your weight, your measurements, your progress photos, how your clothes are fitting and you're not seeing any changes, then if you're also tracking your food, you've got the data there to look at to see, okay, what can I change here? to help me start to see some progress. If you've been keeping track to a good level where you've got enough detail in there, you're gonna understand then what you could change. And if you're tracking your daily steps, you might see there that they've dropped a little bit, or maybe I could go out for a longer walk at the weekend and bump those steps up. 
there's always going to be something that you can find that you can change. But if you're not tracking that data, then you're kind of just guessing. And that's when it's easy to get frustrated and, and to ultimately get stuck and feel like it's not working and just stop. So tracking your data is huge. If you're not doing this at the moment, highly, highly recommend it. And it's the mindset that's, that goes with it that's really important. So you can look at it as thinking, I've got to do it perfectly. I've got to hit these goals and it feels stressful and there's pressure. Or you can just see it as this is interesting. Like, let's see what happens. Let's see how we get on. Let's keep track. I'm on my own side. Like, this is an important part of it to be on your own side at all times. You're working with yourself just to find out where you're currently at and where you could make a few changes. And with that information, then you've got all the power that you need then to make a few changes, a few tweaks to start seeing things move again. So another thing that they had, these successful weight loss maintainers, was ways to get back on track. So we all fall off track at times. We all have days or weeks where things are just not as as healthy and consistent as we'd like them to be. Sometimes that's just because we've lost motivation. Sometimes it's that life is getting in the way and we've got other things to deal with. Sometimes other things need our attention and that's sometimes understandable. And then maybe we just go on holiday and we come back and we've gained half a stone and we feel just completely out of whack with what we should be doing. So in any of those situations, the successful weight loss maintainers, they had ways to get back on track. They had protocols to help them to get back into their good routines. And there's a whole list of these that you could choose from. So it depends a little bit on the, the context of why you're, you're off track in the first place. So if you find you regularly fall off track because you self-sabotage, you end up emotionally eating, in those situations, we want to look at what's the cause of that in the first place. Is it that you're being too restrictive with the food that you're eating? Are you trying to cut too many things out, trying to be too, quotation marks, good, and then end up binging towards the end of the week because it just wasn't sustainable? In that situation, again, if you're tracking your, your food, you can look back and see, do you know what? I was pretty strict to myself there at the start of the week. I know that wasn't that enjoyable. I did feel a bit hungry and I didn't listen to my body. So I've got some data there. I can tweak that. I can maybe increase my calories a little bit at the start of the week, make it feel more sustainable. And that might see me through the whole week. If it's a case of you're binging for reasons that are down to stress, down to emotion, it's not the fact that you're under eating. It's just that you're you're using food as a coping strategy. Then we might be looking at, okay, what are some other ways that we can build coping strategies to help with stress that are non-food related? So this can come back to planning again, like having a good strategy to plan what you need to do in those moments when you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed and stressed. It comes back to understanding that if you're using food to comfort you in those moments, it's just a habit that your brain's created. You've got the trigger of feeling a certain way and your brain currently has the pathway of, if I feel this trigger, if I feel anxious and overwhelmed, I know that food will temporarily make me feel better. And it's just practice going down that pathway numerous times and therefore it's, it's just an automatic reaction for the brain to want to do that. So we need to come up with a different strategy. And sometimes it's going further up the chain and looking at what is it that's causing that stress and that anxiety? Is it something you can change in your life? Is it a case of delegating, like saying no more often, getting some help when you need it? And then looking at that is really important because that will have a big effect long term on how much you get to have to deal with and how successful you are. But then we can come closer to it and think, okay, 
we all get anxious and stressed at times. So what are some coping strategies for those moments? Like what can I do to help myself out? When you've got a list of things you can go through, that really helps because in the moment when you are just feeling overwhelmed, your brain isn't able to access like all the logical thoughts you could be having about, hey, these are the things I could do. I could have a have a hug with my kids. I could play with my pet. I could talk to my friend. I could go for a walk. I could write in my journal. It forgets all that stuff in the moment or it just doesn't want to think about it and do it. But when you've mentally rehearsed ahead of time, okay, this is what I'm going to do. These are my options. And maybe write a list so that they're really clear, easy to access. And in those moments, you can go to that and think, right, I can do this one that's going to help you be much more likely to stay on track and having that kind of protocol is something that the weight loss maintainers found really helpful and it could be a case of when you when you've had a few days or a week off plan just making a doable plan as your next choice like having the next day set down like you know you're going to eat this for dinner this for breakfast this for lunch these are my snacks and it always is going to be a case of whenever you are off track to get back on track you just need to make your next choice a great one and keep going if you can make a doable plan then you've nailed the next day you've made it make it doable is the key word so it needs to feel like it's it's not a diet it's not restrictive it's just you getting back on track with some healthy choices but also things that fit your day that are easy to do if you make that doable plan again that's a really good way of just getting yourself back on track and then once you've started doing things again you start to feel the benefits you feel proud of yourself and then you can keep moving forward having a backup plan when life is busy is also a really key strategy so we all have these times when life will just get in the way and in those situations maybe just having a default plan to go to like if I'm really busy and I haven't got time to prep breakfast then I'm going to have a protein shake and a banana or it could be some of my clients will make overnight oats so just before they go to bed they put some oats and some milk and some yogurt and some protein powder and maybe some fruit into a Tupperware box and they just let that sit overnight and they can grab that box in the morning and take that into work and that's their breakfast so it's kind of a case of looking at how do I make this easy for myself is it doing a few things ahead of time to make it super simple for my future self or is it a case of just grab grab a protein shake or a protein bar grab some fruit and I'm, I'm there I've got it same with snacks and lunch like having a default backup plan like things that you know you enjoy that are just really easy so for another of my clients it's a chicken sandwich like when she is stressed and overwhelmed she knows that a chicken sandwich is always a good choice for lunch so that could be something that she orders from a takeaway shop it could be a grilled chicken sandwich from mcdonald's it could be homemade but she doesn't have to think she knows that in those moments a chicken sandwich is going to sort her out for lunch and she can get that from various places so it's quite an easy one to do and what is it for you that's the important thing to think about what is an easy dinner you can have as well like for us we've got um, a lightly dusted fillet of fish always in the freezer or two of them for the two of us and we always have McCain five percent fat chips in the freezer as well and we always have frozen veg so if we're really busy and we just want to bung something in the oven that's what we'll do we'll just bung in some fish some chips put on some roasted veg or steam or stir fry them and we've got a meal that saves us from getting a takeaway, saves us a lot of calories, makes it easy to stay on track for that day. So those little strategies can be so powerful, so, so helpful to do. And one of the, the other big things that a lot of the successful people did was that they had either a support group or they worked with a professional or both. 
so they sought help and support when they needed it and this is huge when it comes to having support having someone either a friend or people online who you can reach out to it's incredibly powerful to, to do that and there are free groups on facebook on and online in general there are communities you can be part of there are obviously if you're working with other people to lose weight you've got the support there but the impact of that is just massive because we all have these times when we feel a bit lonely a bit overwhelmed if you're doing this without any immediate help around you you can feel quite quite on your own with it you can feel like you're trying your best to make these healthy choices and other people are just not thinking about that they're focused on their own stuff and they're enjoying their own less healthy choices at times and you can kind of feel like you're under pressure sometimes to join in with them and have the food and drinks that they're having and it can be quite a challenge so the goal for you is obviously to have a sustainable lifestyle where you can enjoy food and drink with your friends but also you've got the confidence and self-respect to choose what feels best for you in those moments and when you have people you can reach out to like the, the power of that is like i say incredible um and that could be a coach that could be a group of people but having some form of sport is is extremely valuable and that was something that was consistent among people who lost weight and kept it off they were able to reach out when they needed it so what i also want to look at is what were the key themes that made people eventually regain that weight so the the five studies that showed people who lost weight but then regained it there were some common themes among those people too and some of those were they didn't plan or monitor their progress so they they may have been a bit sketchy with their planning and a bit sketchy with their monitoring of progress but they weren't consistent so they didn't see how they could make changes because they didn't have the data and this is something that is sounds simple but it's it's not always easy to do but once you've built the habit it's a lot easier to do and once you've done that consistently you see the value of doing it you realize just how powerful it is and hopefully then you're in the in the routine of doing it anyway but when you are not assessing things or you're not tracking you're you're essentially just guessing and it can be very easily something that frustrates and overwhelms you and causes you to stop trying or to regain that weight so a common theme that many people end up going down is they follow a set diet plan they don't create their own plan but they follow someone else's they follow something something out there that's been made to help them lose weight quickly but then they're not left with any any tools that help them maintain that weight so they don't have their own plan they don't they haven't created something that works for them and they've maybe not been monitoring their progress and gaining that understanding of how things change based on what they do and that's why diets don't work for the vast majority of people because they just give you the tools to get to a certain point but then they don't give you anything to to maintain it anything to to take from it as knowledge and insight that helps you to keep going you either have to stay with the diet or you've then got to find find your own way and it's really hard to do that so creating your own plan is a vital part of being successful and then yeah monitoring your progress like keeping consistent with tracking and understanding where you're at so you know that when you need to make adjustments and you've got the data there to know what to adjust another thing that people struggled with was dedicating time to exercise so people who tended to regain the weight they struggled to dedicate that time to be active and often in my experience this comes down to people prioritizing others above themselves like this is this is a lot of the time people who will say yes to everybody else and then be left with no time or energy for themselves and 
this has come down to looking at the choices that you're making and realizing that there are just sometimes not enough hours in the day to do everything that we want to say yes to. So you have to then be more more decisive on like, I need this time for myself and therefore I can't do everything for everyone else. People who were successful, they still had the same amount of hours in the day, but they either managed their time better or they, they said no a lot more and they made sure that their their time was a priority. Like they prioritised their own health and fitness. And part of the reason for that was that it allowed them to be the best version of themselves for everyone else. And also because they just deserved that time and they realised that. So if you are struggling with, with dedicating that time, could you say no to things? Is it a case of you're currently saying yes to too much? Is it a case of you could be managing time better? Are there chunks of time in the day that are lost to procrastination or scrolling social media or tasks that are just not necessary like if you were to look at things with a real fine-tooth comb and assess life from a, a helicopter view just to see like where could I make some changes like let's look at the big picture and then let's zoom in on those little moments as to where I could be losing time for me personally I found I've saved a hell of a lot of time by being on Instagram less and by taking out a few tasks that just were not strictly necessary and batching other things so batching the times that I respond to messages is a big part of of what saved me some time and this could be emails or whatsapp but just not checking my phone constantly and having set times in the day where I do respond to things in chunks rather than being very responsive straight away which is feels good to do that but then you end up being your time is kind of governed by everyone else rather than you being in charge of it. So you have to be able to batch things and prioritise that time. And then it creates more time for you to do the things you really want to do, such as doing some exercise, getting out for a walk, doing a workout, the things that make you feel fit and healthy and strong and improve your mental health as well. They're so important. So finding that time is crucial. Another thing that people who ultimately regained that weight did was that they resorted to overly restrictive diets and then found that they couldn't stick to them long term so this goes back to what I was saying earlier that you have to be following a plan that feels doable and sustainable for you it's really easy to think that you can do a a quick diet to lose a lot of weight and then you'll get on track after and you'll sort things out then but that doesn't seem to work for the vast majority of people. It's a really hard way to do things. It's restrictive in the beginning and that can affect your relationship with food. And then you get to the point where you can't sustain it any longer. So then you've got to make different choices and find what is sustainable. But that, without having practice, without having built some good habits, really, really hard to do that. And many people just lose some weight to find that they can't stick to the diet anymore and end up just back at square one because they haven't got the tools they needed to keep going so the lesson from that would be to make it sustainable don't try to do an overly restrictive diet take your time it doesn't have to be quick it's better to make it enjoyable so you know it's going to stick with you for good and the final thing that they didn't do the people who regained the weight they didn't tend to prioritize their goals so they they had other things creeping in like same with the time for exercise they struggled to make the time for things they needed to do for themselves whether it came to preparing their food planning their food getting out for walks doing the things that would help them achieve the goal they weren't enough of a priority and other things took place in uh, instead of those things and that meant that 
they didn't make enough progress to feel like they were going anywhere and it was therefore easier to fall off track because they either felt pressured in certain moments to indulge because other people were or they were stressed out and frazzled because they hadn't got a plan and they hadn't prioritized their goals enough so in those moments the old habits came back of wanting to eat to just to zone to zone out or numb out to feel better in the moment those habits will come back when goals are not a priority because then it becomes more stressful and more difficult to handle and it was easier to give in to social pressure. Social pressure is a is a big part of it and it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And again, that comes back to having that support as well. If you've got a support group from people who understand what you're going through and what your aims are, it's so much easier in those moments to stay on track. And if you have people around you who are encouraging you and supporting you and doing the same things as you, it helps you to see that all of these things you're doing with planning and preparing and scheduling time for exercise and doing all these things that maybe a lot of people around you aren't doing when you see people who are doing it and you see the benefits that they're creating it inspires and encourages you to do the same and you move up a level i've seen this with the whole group of my online coaching clients we have a a private facebook group just for the clients i work with and in there there's a lot of inspiration from each other when it comes to someone will buy a productivity journal or a planning journal and that inspires others to do the same and then someone will meal prep for the for the next few days and show pictures of what they've done and it inspires other people to think hey maybe that would help me too people will post pictures of of healthy meals they've enjoyed or walks they've been on when it's been pouring with rain and it just makes you think hey if they can do that i can do that too and that's what we need we need you to be able to feel like you can do it and it to do that it needs to just come back to that consistent doable process right from the start make it feel sustainable and enjoyable and have the support there when you need it as well so to sum that up weight loss maintainers people who are successful at losing weight and keeping it off they had some key themes among them and that was having clear goals something to aim for and clear habit goals or process goals to help them get to the outcome they wanted They had a personalised plan that worked for them as an individual and they adjusted it when they needed to as well. It wasn't rigid, it wasn't set in stone. It was something that they kept tweaking, but they just had a plan. That was the key thing. They also planned their food ahead of time to make it easier in those moments when they were having to make decisions all day long. Their food was sorted and that made things easier to stay on track and to be consistent and to make progress. They kept track of their statistics when it came to the progress they were making so they tracked their weight their measurements how their clothes were fitting some of them took regular progress photos and they also tracked their habits in terms of food workouts and daily steps so they could see if they were making progress and they could see what they needed to change if they weren't making progress and they had all the data they needed to know this is what helps me and this is what i need to change now to get get things moving again and they had ways to get back on track so they had coping strategies they had a plan for when they got back after a week away, they had a healthy food shop and they got back on track straight after. They always knew that they could make it a plan for the next day and they're back on track. They don't need to worry that they've ruined it. They had a strategy and they knew that life is not gonna be perfect and it's okay to have weeks off plan. Make your next choice a great one and keep going. And they also had support from either other people just like them or from working with a professional like a coach or a personal trainer. And that was valuable, so valuable in terms of showing them that other people are on that same journey and 
everyone has the same struggles and getting inspired by what other people are doing as well and also having maybe expert knowledge when they needed it from someone who can tell them this is what you need to do and help guide them in the right direction. And the big thing that stood out among all these people was that they saw their weight loss as a lifelong commitment. It wasn't a diet, it was a lifestyle. And that's something that's so important to embrace. It was never a case of just let's lose this weight quickly. For the people who've been successful, it's a case of I'm changing my habits and my lifestyle for good. And this is what I need to do. This is what's going to help me lose that weight and keep it off. And that means enjoying life. That means factoring in for birthdays and special occasions, enjoying those times, enjoying cake and ice cream and restaurant food and whatever else you want to have and having that fit into an otherwise healthy balanced week it's knowing that you cannot mess things up it's knowing that if you're tracking stuff you can always find what you need to do to get back on track and it was a case of being committed to doing that to knowing that this is for life so one bad day one bad week it doesn't matter in the big grand scheme of things when you see that it's for life you make it enjoyable you enjoy the process and you want to keep going And it's that consistency, not perfection, that will create amazing results. So that's what they found in this study. Essentially, it comes down to that consistency, not perfection, enjoying the process, collecting that data, being strategic with it, having a plan, tracking the data that you're you're collecting and keeping going, looking for where you can learn things, reaching out for help when you need it, and knowing that this is for life, so you may as well enjoy it. I hope that was helpful and interesting. If you have any thoughts, any questions on that, please feel free to get in touch. My email is hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk. Have an awesome week and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.